It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Another week of football and another week without a win for the Arizona Cardinals. It's four straight weeks without feeling the thrill of victory, right? Instead, the last couple of weeks, the last three weeks in a row, the agony of defeat. This one in the bag pretty early for the Seattle Seahawks cruise to a 27-10 victory. Their dominance, State Farm Stadium, Glendale, University of Phoenix Stadium, whatever you want to call it. The Cardinals home field. The Seahawks... 6-0-1 since 2012. It's Bo Brock. It's Locked On Cardinals. Part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Alex Clancy, he'll be back in the fold tomorrow. Follow me on Twitter, at Bob Brack. Follow the show, at Locked On Easy Cards. Are you guys, are you sick of it? Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on our email bag, LockedOnAZCards at gmail.com. If you're sick of it, let us know about it. Here's what I will tell you, definitively. By the end of this podcast, I will tell you whether or not This Arizona Cardinals team is better than it was a year ago under Steve Wilkes. Under Cliff Kingsbury, rookie quarterback Kyler Murray, are they better off than they were under Steve Wilkes and Josh Rosen? We'll answer that question before the end of this podcast. But the Arizona Cardinals have lost three straight now. They're 0-3-1. Kyler Murray was able to rebound. Compared to his first two starts, it's, it's, it's a decline, right? But compared to last week's start, better, right? He was able to get more yards per completion. He was able to find some bigger chunk plays. Him and David Johnson seemed to get it going in the past game. Johnson, 99 yards receiving. Just had 40 on the ground, but Alex and I had kind of stressed this all last week. This was not a week that was conducive to David Johnson getting back on it as far as running the football. Seahawks have bottled up a lot of good backs this season. Kyler Murray found the end zone for his first career rushing touchdown, but that was it. This offense could only muster 10 points, and that remains a problem. Now, they did have two missed field goals. Zane Gonzalez, he is now blemished as opposed to unblemished for the 2019 seasons. That that was where he was going into this contest. Um, That hurt, right? Not missing just one, but two field goals in the first half. Uh, The Cardinals would have been in a lot better spot than they were. They would have had nine points going in the halftime. Instead, uh, they just had three. So the Arizona Cards, it, it was another... It, look, the the problem was in this one that the Javon Clowney pick six in the missed field goals in the first two quarters really took the win out of these sa- the sales early on. And this offense didn't have enough to get it going. I think they had five straight... Uh, possessions, whether it was either a missed field goal, a punt, um, it, it just got stagnant again. It slumped again, and the Cardinals were in a position to where, realistically, they weren't going to win this football game. It, it, it was in the bag. And now we're looking at, uh, they lose by 18 to Carolina, and they lose by 17 to Seattle. Uh, are they? And that goes back into the question, where are they now as opposed to last year? Are they in a better spot? Larry Legend moves up the history books during another disappointing home loss as the Cardinals. They're searching for the same answers. 
Now you're locked on Cardinals lead story. I'm Bo Brock. The Seattle Seahawks cruise to a 27-10 victory over the Arizona Cardinals Sunday afternoon at State Farm Stadium. Jadavion Clowney made a freakish play to pull in his first career interception and took Kyler Murray's pass to the end zone for the first touchdown of the ballgame. Just a freak play, as I said, from Clowney. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks offense sailed from there. Wilson connected with tight end Will Disley for the only passing touchdown of the contest, continuing the position's tear on the Cardinals this season. It's the fourth straight game a tight end has found Paydirt against the Cardinals' defense in 2019. The inability to cover tight ends at this point is really superseding Kyler Murray is what outside fans, outside of Phoenix, recognize about the struggling Cardinals team. Fantasy owners know they can just stream an opposing tight end. Whoever's playing the Cardinals week in and week out, the Cardinals have given up six touchdowns to opposing tight ends this season, which is just a mind-boggling number. Hawks running back Chris Carson, he got right for the first time this season, not putting the ball on the turf for the first time in three games. Held on to the football, he rushed 22 times for 104 yards and a score. As for the Arizona Cardinals offense, Larry Fitzgerald caught five passes for 47 yards, pushing him past Tony Gonzalez for number two on the NFL career reception list. Fitzgerald now has 1,326 catches, Number one on that list, Jerry Rice. He has 1,549 catches. He was in attendance at State Farm Stadium for Sunday's game. The achievement, it's incredible. Considering the long list of subpar signal callers Fitz has had to catch footballs from during his future Hall of Fame career. I mean, if you look at Kevin Cobb, right, John Skelton, Ryan Lindley, to name a few of those guys. Last year, you can even look at uh, Sam Bradford was a guy that Fitz at one point caught passes from. Um, Just incredible that he's been able to do it. And then you look at Jerry Rice. Sure, at the end of his career, he was catching passes from guys. Rich Gannon, right? Matt Hasselbeck in Seattle and in Oakland, but mostly remembered for catching passes from guys like uh, Joe Montana and Steve Young. I know Fitz has had Carson Palmer and, of course, Kurt Warner during his career as well, but those guys have been sprinkled in amongst a lot of bad quarterbacks. Kyler Murray rushed for his first career touchdown when the game was pretty much in hand. Seahawks were cruising at that point, but it was his first of his career. The offense, it was unable to avoid another slump in this game. Going five consecutive possessions on Sunday without points, it began with Zane Gonzalez's second miss of the game in the second quarter. Gonzalez had been perfect on the season before those two misses. You have to give credit to the rookie Murray, who was able to put the offensive position for points twice, but to no avail. He did boost his yards per completion from the previous week against Carolina, which was in the fours, which is unacceptable. David Johnson got going in the past game with 99 receiving yards on eight catches as far as the run game. Still a low day on the ground for DJ. 40 yards rushing. This was not an opponent that we expected David Johnson to get really going in the rush game because Seattle has done a good job against opposing running backs. Murray, he doesn't get a complete pass for the offense that only mustered 10 points in this contest, but his performance, it wasn't as bad as the final score may indicate. The defense, though, for the Cardinals has become a parody of itself. Tight end scoring at will, run games automatically getting back on track, and nearly zero threat of forcing turnovers. This has become a big-time problem for the team. The pass rush was able to get to Russell Wilson four times, but that really hasn't been anything but lost yardage. And that's great, right? If you're putting the opposing offense in fourth and long situations, 
That's usually a good thing. But it isn't forcing quarterbacks off its spot as much as it needs to. The secondary and its inability to cover, it's just becoming a big-time problem. Still no interceptions for an undermanned secondary. Yes, Patrick Peterson's missing the first six games of the season with the PED violation suspension. He'll be back after the Giants game in two weeks. But as Patrick Peterson, as P2, who was not happy with losing last season, if the Cardinals don't work in a win in the next couple weeks, is he even going to want to come back? Seattle continue their dominance at State Farm Stadium. They haven't lost in Glendale since 2012. They're 6-0-1 during that stretch. The Cardinals, they're 0-3-1 now. They meet Cincinnati, who's playing tonight on Monday Night Football against Pittsburgh. The next two weeks, despite being early kickoffs in road games, they're potential wins. Cardinals need to take advantage of that. With Blankist, you'll get an unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books. Go to Blankist.com slash LockedOn. Try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's an interesting question, right? Is he going to want to come back to a team that's winless through the first six weeks of the 2019 season? We'll answer that next, and we'll get to the answer of if the Cardinals are in a better spot in 2019 than they were in 2018. You got a case of the Mondays. Was it a long day at work? Tough day at school? Stuck at the office? Well, treat yourself to the meal you deserve. Have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Yeah, that crushing it at work, laser focus, beating the boss level, that doesn't mean you shouldn't eat. DoorDash can get help you get to your next meal from your favorite restaurants in minutes. DoorDash connects you with your favorite restaurants in your city. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, your food, it'll be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, they have over 340,000 restaurants in 3,300 cities. So you might even find a new favorite too. With door-to-door delivery in all 50 states and Canada, order from your local go-tos or choose from a phase, your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, maybe even the Cheesecake Factory. Get fancy. Go through that huge encyclopedia of a menu. Pick something out. It'll be delivered to your door. Don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code Locked On. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app with the App Store and enter the promo code Locked On. And don't forget, that's promo code Locked On for $5 off your first order from DoorDash. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Let me tell you a story about yesterday. The Arizona Cardinals, they lose another one, right? It's another day of me watching football all day long, sucking down wings, drinking beers, and then I, I end up getting home. And guess what? I've been married for over a year now. And my wife, she's still in the honeymoon phase. So am I, absolutely, no doubt about it. But I'm full, right? I just took in the Cardinals game. It was another crushing defeat, more disappointment. But my wife... She's ready to go. And guess what? I didn't have I don't have choices in the matter. If this is happening now, I got to get on it. Let's talk about good sex. Remember the days when you were just ready to go? 
Now you can increase your performance and get extra confidence about just listening up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis and only work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach like me. Wings, beer, it's all there. They're chewable. They work up twice as fast as the pills, so I'm ready to go whenever the opportunity arises. Now, it isn't for guys who just can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function in bed, increase their performance in there. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code Locked On, try it free. Blue Chew, it's better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank him for sponsoring Locked On Cardinals. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line or... Could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, Dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Back here on the podcast, Monday edition, Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Bo Brock hanging out with you. Cincinnati Bengals in action tonight against Pittsburgh Steelers. And if you're a Cardinals fan, you kind of watch with a uh, intrigued eye, right? Because the Bengals, that's where the Cardinals are visiting in week five of the regular season. That's their next opponent. And we would have thought, hey, the Bengals, uh, they are not a talented football team. But at this point in the season, we start to kind of see some things change. Uh, we'll see if Zach Taylor with Mason Rudolph and the Pittsburgh Steelers team on tape, what kind of adjustments that Cincinnati can make. Uh, are they a complete pushover? They might be. Are they a team that's going to contend with the Arizona Cardinals for a top-five pick? Uh, I think that that's pretty safe to say that they will. They're 0-3, but this is a pair of winless teams going after each other. Can the Steelers, can they win this contest? Can they make the Bengals and maybe give the Cardinals fans something uh, to root for in, in Week 5? Over the next three weeks, the Arizona Cardinals, they've got at least two winnable ball games, Maybe three. The Atlanta Hawks aren't exactly world beaters right now. They had a very poor performance against the Tennessee Titans in week four of the season. They, they, they only mustered 10 points themselves. With Matt Ryan, Devonta Freeman, Julio Jones, they only had 10 points scored in that ball game. But the Arizona Cardinals play Cincy next on the road. They host Atlanta, and then they go to New York and they take on Daniel Jones and the New York Giants. To me, those are two very winnable games against Cincinnati and New York. I know that Daniel Jones is 2-0 as the Giants starter, but come on. Daniel Jones has played against... He was able to beat Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay, they were impressive against the Rams, but 
Tampa Bay is a beatable football team. And then the, the, the Giants, they were able to take advantage of just a horrid, horrid Redskins team. Like Washington and Miami are going to vie for the top pick. Cincinnati is going to be in the mix. So are the Cardinals. The Cardinals, we'll see what Cincinnati team steps up. But when you, we've seen it, Cincinnati kind of reminds me in, in Detroit is, is kind of brushed off where I thought they were going to be after week one with a couple uh, tough games. They battle against the Chiefs. Um, they were in that game all the way, and they, they beat a good Chargers team. Andy Dalton is kind of similar to Matthew Stafford, veteran quarterback. You've got a good young run game. Joe Mixon. You've got uh, Tyler Boyd there. It'll be interesting to see what the the Bengals present in Week 5. I think it's a winnable matchup for a couple rookie head coaches going up against each other. Uh, but when you look at it, the Cardinals were able to get their W in Week 5 of the regular season last year. Uh, can they do it again this year? And it's possible, and I think it's important for the public perception for Cliff Kingsbury to get that first W on his belt. 1-3-1 looks a lot better than 0-4-1. You have to get it going at some point. There there weren't really any moral victories again in back-to-back weeks for the Cardinals, but the development, we need to continue to see that, especially from the offense. As far as the defense is concerned, I think it's a lost cause. I, I this this defense, yeah, it's it's got a guy coming back to him in week seven, Patrick Peterson, right? He's coming back for New Orleans. Or I'm sorry, week seven against the Giants, um, and, and that's going to be great to have against the rookie quarterback. And it's going to be great to kind of see that the next quarterback that was picked after Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray needs to be the best quarterback on the field in that game in a hostile environment. I don't care; it's the Meadowlands. You need to show that you're, the Cardinals made the right decision at his position in taking Kyler Murray. Um, and that's getting ahead of ourselves. But as far as, you know, there, there's so many things that go into this. If the Cardinals can't win one or two of these games, um, or the next two games, if they, if they don't get their first W against Cincinnati and you're looking at a tough Atlanta team, Atlanta was able to get right against the Cardinals last year. I, I think that just with, with Matty Ice and Julio Jones, and we've seen what Austin Hooper's doing, it's just a matchup nightmare for the Cardinals. And it, I don't like their chances against Atlanta. But Cincinnati is a huge key for the Cardinals to win. Because if Patrick Peterson's coming back to a team that's 0-5-1, I got to think, is P2 going to think twice about coming back? We've already seen this. Uh, play out a little bit in 2018. We've already seen that he's disgruntled. He's tired of the losing. He's got two years left on his contract. This is an absolute rebuild. Nobody is 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 arguing that at this point. Do you just kind of get what you can from Patrick Peterson? I I've I've been in the group. I've been in the camp as far as Patrick Peterson just playing out his contract. And finishing his tenure as an Arizona Cardinal, and nothing much beyond that. Don't trade him for a bunch of picks, but also don't extend him. He's a guy that's reaching thirty years old soon. Relatively team friendly contract. 
the level of play continues to be at high, but at this point, it's another. This is going to twenty eight nineteen is going to be another wasted year of Patrick Peterson's prime. And if you can go out and trade him to a contender and get something in return of value at this point, and I don't think it's nearly as high as where, where it was last year for several different reasons, including him missing six games for a PED violation, uh, it, it might be the best thing for both sides. So we'll, 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 it'll be definitely interesting uh, the next couple of weeks for the Cardinals, especially if they can't pull out a week uh, a win in Week Five against the Bengals team that's going to be on a short week coming off Monday Night Football tonight. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Bo Brock hanging out with you. Coming up next, we'll take out more takeaways and where the Cardinals didn't necessarily fall too short in their Week Four loss against the Seattle Seahawks. I'll tell you what that is next. It's Locked On Cardinals. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Wrapping things up here, Locked On Cardinals, Monday edition of the podcast. Uh, we should be back in full strength tomorrow, Alex and myself. Uh, I'd be interested to see where Alex's uh, mindset is now. He was pretty emotionally uh, bankrupt after the Carolina beat down 38-20 in week four. I'm sorry, week three, week four, it produced similar results, but it wasn't as uh, it wasn't as defeating. I mean, we, we did get to see some fight from the offense at the end. I said that it, it did kind of go stagnant in the middle there, and that helped the Seahawks pretty much uh, widen the gap, and they still won by 17 points. It, it was a pretty easy win for Seattle. They came in. They were able to kind of get back to where they felt like they could be successful in the run game. Russell Wilson stayed uh, to the point where he didn't turn the ball over anymore. He hasn't turned the ball over all season. He continues that. The tight end continues to wreak havoc on the Cardinals. The, look, the Cardinals need to, they become an absolute parody of themselves on defense. Bad against the run, the tight end continues to be a laugher. People are laughing at the Cardinals. People are each week, and week in and week out, fantasy owners are going to their waiver wire. And they're, they're streaming the tight end that plays the Cardinals that week. It's, it's a joke. And there's ways, I don't, I don't care if you have to bracket the tight end. I don't care if you have to double cover the tight end. Figure out a way to stop a tight end for a week. For the love of God. Because people are laughing at you. 
just just do it for one week, fans, Joseph. And you know the defense is is one thing. You've got Patrick Peterson coming back after the Falcons game. Is he going to provide help? Sure. Is he going to provide enough help to to make take this defense to where it's not just you know hot butter and teams are just cutting him up? I'll tell you what. If if Patrick Peterson can take this defense to the respectability where Kyler Murray has a little margin for error because he has absolutely no margin for error right now running this Cardinals offense. He makes a mistake, it's points on the board automatically for the opposing offense. Where the Cardinals stack up against last year's team, it's not much better. I mean, as far as wins and losses, you've got a half... You got a half game lead right now on last year's team. And that can go away if you don't pick up your first victory like last year's team did in 2018. I will tell you that I've seen more from Kyler Murray already than we saw all last season from Josh Rosen. Cliff Kingsbury, this offense, as far as Cliff's job was to develop your young quarterback and develop this offense. Yeah, we we haven't seen much in the last two weeks. But I've seen enough. I, I I think just the eye test, I think it passes flying colors far and away better than where they were last year under Rosen Bradford, Wilkes and McCoy. That was just a, a bad group of offensive guys. Murray and Cliff, I, I still have confidence that they can start to get this thing rolling enough and gain some momentum potentially into the next offseason. Which it does kind of get exciting at the, and I know this is kind of we've been here before. We, we just went through a season where the Cardinals had the number one pick, right? And three and thirteen is just brutal. But you you can start to watch college games with with an uh, an eye on who who they could be picking up. Whether it's a weapon for Kyler Murray, whether it's an offensive lineman, Kyler Murray's been sacked twenty times, which is absurd if you extrapolate that out. Over 16 seasons, he's been under center for four games. 20 sacks in four games. I mean, what is that, 80 sacks? That's insane. That's David Carr was sacked, what, 74 times in his rookie season for the Houston Texans? He didn't recover from that. Got to keep that in mind. Hopefully they can slow things down. But, um, you know, that that's 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 dangerous territory right there. But are they? I, I still believe that this is a better product than last year. I know it's been tough back-to-back weeks. Look, the Seahawks—they're a team that's going to be in contention the entire season. They're a good team. They came out, they did, they got it done. Carolina was still the worst loss of the season, eighteen points. Kyle Allen coming out, dropping dimes, looking like Tom Brady—that's unacceptable. This week coming up against Cincinnati, I don't think the expectation yet is to go on the road and win. But it's certainly a winnable ball game. Certainly a game they can get it done. It's going to be fun this week to kind of get back into that mode. Look at what the Cardinals could do to beat a Bengals team. It's fun to talk about what the keys to victory would be without such a skeptical eye on it, right? Because with Seattle, it was it was a little far-fetched. Sensi, it's it's a winnable ball game. 
We'll see tonight on Monday Night Football. Hope you enjoy the broadcast there. Can't wait to get back with Alex tomorrow and talk about uh, kind of start to turn the page and see what uh, what the Cardinals can do to help this defense slow down that tight end and get Kyler Murray back to where this offense is is going and turning those field goal opportunities into touchdowns. It's going to be a fun week here on Locked On Cardinals. Look, it's not all doom and gloom. Last week was rough. This one was kind of more expected. But now with the with kind of an eye looking towards a potential W, uh, it, it feels a little bit better than it did at this point last week. It definitely feels better than it did at this point last year. So we're going to get back at it. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Monday. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.